here's a story from the world. It's been almost a year since Russia launched an all-out invasion of Ukraine. It's been hard to see how exactly this ends. If you ask Ukraine's leaders, victory will come when Russians are kicked out of all of Ukraine. That includes the Crimean Peninsula. This territory was illegally annexed by Russia in 2014. Some of the people most impacted by this have been Crimean Tatars. The Tatars are a Turkic ethnic group, predominantly Muslim, who have lived in Crimea for centuries. The world's Daniel Offman spoke with some of them in the Ukrainian capital, Kyiv. Chibudyeki is the Crimean Tatar national dish. They're deep-fried turnovers filled with ground beef or lamb and onions, and they're a specialty here at Irfan Kudusov's restaurant. Kudusov is 54 years old, he's a father of four, and he's a Crimean Tatar activist. The walls of this place are covered in photographs, paintings, postcards. The restaurant feels a little like a museum. There's one striking painting with a stork confined in a golden cage. The cage is so tight that the bird can't even spread its wings, Kudusov says. That bird in the cage is like the Crimean Tatar people, he explains. Crimea is golden. It's a beautiful place, he says. But Crimean Tatars who live there are under Russian occupation, and they've lived like that for almost nine years. In February 2014, Russian troops entered Crimea. Then Russia staged a referendum vote, and within a couple of weeks, Moscow made it official. At the Kremlin, President Vladimir Putin declared that Crimea is part of the Russian Federation. Nearly the entire international community said that the annexation was illegal. Samuel Cherup is a political scientist with the Rand Corporation think tank. This was a major political boost for Putin, the annexation of Crimea, and I think Putin has come to view Crimea as an organic part of Russia as much as any other undisputed region. It has this additional strategic importance as the base of Russia's Black Sea fleet. Cherup says Crimea is a huge part of Putin's legacy and his current political standing. For the Ukrainians, it's simply Russian-occupied territory. Last month at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, President Volodymyr Zelensky said, Crimea is our land, our sea, and our mountains, and that Ukraine will liberate the region. Here's Samuel Cherup again. Ukraine, under no circumstances, even before the war, would have been willing to cede its legal claim to the peninsula. I think the issue is what militarily makes sense for the Ukrainians, whether retaking Crimea would be plausible and even if plausible, worth the escalation risks. So militarily, it's very difficult. That's Jeffrey Edmonds. He's with the Center for Naval Analysis in Arlington, Virginia. You know, there's a very tight choke point leading from mainland Ukraine into Crimea. Makes it easier to defend and they would have to go by land. The Ukrainians really don't have much of an amphibious capability. They could certainly shell the peninsula if they got close enough, but it would be very hard militarily to take it. Since the start of Russia's invasion last year, the U.S. has said it supports Ukraine's right to defend its territory. But when it comes to retaking Crimea by military force, things get a little more complicated. 
there's the potential for tension if the administration felt that the escalatory risks were too high. The administration has clearly taken steps to feel its way through, you know, the escalation landscape and try not to cause unnecessary escalation. They would continue to assess that if the Ukrainians were in a position to take Crimea. Hello. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Amila Tasheva is a Ukrainian government official based in Kyiv. But her role is all about Crimea. She's President Zelensky's special representative for the territory. I am Crimean Tatar. I'm Ukrainian citizen. I was born in Uzbekistan when I was five years old. I returned with my parents, with my grand uh, grandmother to Crimea, where my parents even now live in Crimea in temporary occupied territory. Thousands of Crimean Tatars have similar stories. In May 1944, as a result of Stalin's orders, tens of thousands of Crimean Tatars were deported from their native homeland. They were forcibly relocated to Soviet republics in Central Asia. In the process, thousands of Crimean Tatars died. When Crimean Tatars is deported in 1944, all these Crimean Tatar people in uh, countries of Central Asia, we fight to freedom and fight for returning to Crimea. In the final years of the Soviet Union, many Crimean Tatars, including Tasheva's family, returned. She says that was a joyful time. But it was not without some difficulties. It's not easy, of course, because they persecuted Crimean Tatars in the end of the 80s and early 90s. The government made it almost impossible for Crimean Tatars to reclaim lost property. Buying land and building new homes was also difficult. Still, tens of thousands of Crimean Tatars resettled in their homeland as the Soviet Union fell apart and Ukraine gained independence. Life back in Ukraine started feeling normal. But everything changed in 2014. Here's Tamila Tasheva again. In 2014, it's really military operation of uh, occupation of territory. And Crimean Tatars do not support Russia because of persecution. Crimean Tatars start to flee in Crimea, but most stay and live in Crimea. Over the last year, Russia has intensified its crackdown on Crimean Tatar institutions and civil society. Tasheva says more than 150 Crimean Tatars are now locked up in Russian prisons. Ukrainian state don't have access to Crimea, but of course we have a lot of communication and connection with our people. And of course we support our people. For us, it's very important to maintain some connections between Crimea and mainland of Ukraine. Tasheva says she and her team are already planning for the eventual liberation of Crimea from Russian occupation. I totally agree with my president. For Ukraine, victory is mean we liberate all our territories, including with uh, Autonomous Republic of Crimean city of Sevastopol. Back at Irfan Kudusov's restaurant, he explains the irony of his life as a Crimean Tatar living in the Ukrainian capital. We have our freedom, but not our home, he tells me. While Crimean Tatars still in Crimea have their home, but they don't have freedom. Kudusov brings up the painting with the stork again, the bird trapped in a golden cage. Это мне говорит опыт не только мой сегодняшний, да, человека, которому 54 года, а и опыт моего отца. 
He says his family waited for decades to return to Crimea. And they did, back in the early 90s. And now, once more, he says he has no doubt that Crimean Tatars driven out by the Russian invasion will return as well. For The World, I'm Daniel Hoffman, Kyiv, Ukraine.